Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a podcast from The Bugle. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune, slinging satire, avoiding politics, bringing you the audio glossy magazine to the Bugle's audio newspaper for a visual world. We are the Gargle. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. If you can't find the A-Team and what you need instead of soldiers is satirical comedians, maybe you can hire the Gargle. Our contributors to this week's edition, their headshots enshrined on the inside of the front cover alongside an anodyne chatty piece by me, the editor, are our special guest editors, Pappies. I'll let you introduce yourselves as you turn sassily to the camera, because all British male comedians look the same to me. Uh, Hello, I'm Matthew Crosby. I am the short one in Pappies with glasses and a beard. And I am Ben Clark. I'm the uh, devastating good-looking one from Pappies. On the front cover of the magazine this week, we have Kim Kardashian sexily stacking legal papers as she prepares a defence against accusations of wage theft and illegal work conditions. What could be a bad look for the billionaires has been smoothed out with the application of editing software. The sheaf of paper has clearly been photoshopped to look more buxom and poreless. Other headlines on the front cover include Butt Fungus! Check your cicada today! and How to reschedule your holiday in Belarus! As well as UFOs! Which is your favourite unlikely theory to argue in the absence of either data or the education to interpret that data if you did have access to it? Which, let us repeat, you don't. Inside the satirical cartoon this week is a magic eye picture of the old lady that's a young lady but it's the queen and princess diana and depending on how you look at it you see each one's different point of view and how it has anything to do with Meghan markle that brings us to section one of this magazine uh, animals section now our first story has to do with uh, cicada butt stuff matthew you know about cicada butt stuff what's happening with this story well this is a story about a a fungus that uh, these and I, I was gonna say cicada. Is it a cicada? Is it cicada? As in like like John Cicada. cicada. 
who, who recorded Just Another Day. Just another day without you. <laughs> so this would be Just Another Day Without My Butt in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from one butt stuff to another you say cicada i say cicada I, I don't i don't know which is correct but it probably says something about which class you come from well i mean they're not they're not native to the uk so i think uh anything we are saying is going to be cultural appropriation so let's just go with cicada <laughs> and um this fungus uh in, inhabits their body and the end effect of it is it makes their butts turn white and drop off and there's nothing less there's nothing less funky than a white butt. We all know that, um, especially one that's dropped off. Um, but before all of that, some amazing stuff happens. The uh, they they get uh, in- incredibly uh, horny. Uh, they start giving out mating signals that will uh, that are for both uh, for for males and females. So they're basically like they want to shag anything, and it also apparently it give, it puts them on a sort of psychedelic trip. So, man, this sounds like my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've still got your butt. I need to give it back to you, Clark. Oh yeah, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 an amazing story. But I mean, uh, the, what what we're sort of, you know, we're burying the lead slightly. It also kills them. But what a way to go. I mean, yeah, yeah. Of all of the sexy ways to die, your butt falling off has got to be number one it's pretty good isn't it it's pretty it's i mean almost to the point where i feel like if we could harness this for humans there must be people who are like well you know i'm 97 i've had a good innings why don't i just go i just bow out on one big uh, bisexual psychedelic shag fest you know i could do it for a really brilliant 48 hours you know it's a it's a mix a lot sequel to uh big butts isn't it i've got no butt and now i can die One butt can only lie and one butt can only tell the truth. (laughs) This reminds me, I I was writing jokes about this story and uh, it just reminded me of when I went, I lived in New York for a year and I was like more than once I was followed with the refrain of uh, what's a butt like that doing on a white girl? And I feel like somehow these two stories are linked. But I don't know how. What you really need is for that, to have a detachable butt that they can, can then like emit mace. Or something like that. So the butt drops <laughs> off. It distracts the guys. Like, oh, there's the butt I was talking about. And then pff, straight in his face. That's what you need. If only I could have said it's a horrible fungal situation that will kill you. <laughs> what you don't realise is this white butt is symptomatic of all of my internal organs calcifying. So it gives with one hand, it takes away with the other. It would make for a, you know, it would make for a more exciting ending to the movie A Bug's Life, wouldn't it? You know, <laughs> really instead of would. instead of Flick, you know, getting credit for his wonderful inventions and uh, waving farewell to the circus bugs, he goes on a forty-eight hour shag fest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would have got his U certification, but still, I'd watch I'd, it. I'd be more inclined to watch it. Yeah. Three people sent this in on Twitter: Dario Landazuri, Radomio, and Doctor Crazy Cat Lady. All sent this in uh, via our account at Hello Gargler's. Our next story is about ants, ageless vampire ants. Ben Clark, you're an ageless vampire ant. Can you tell us I about am. this story? Thank you for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, it, 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 this this is a parasite that gets into uh, a temenothorax ant. Uh-huh. We all know and love, and <laughs> uh, it's it lives in them. It's this tapeworm, and what it makes it, it, it bizarrely, it makes them live longer and also they kind of uh 
release a different kind of scent so all the worker ants it would normally be a worker ant but all the worker ants just kind of work for them they carry them around they look after them and they kind of stay in this youthful state and they actually like outlive their normal um normal other work ants by like three times the amount yeah there's a character in star trek that does that. oh really yeah dax <laughs> never mind don't worry about it <laughs> You, we just here's the thing, Alice. We just look like nerds. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got the look and the and the voices of nerds. But unfortunately, you can talk to us about your Doctor Who's or your Harry Potters. We don't know. We've got no clue. You just look like a nerd, but it's actually a horrible fungal infection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to go. My butt's just dropped off. <laughs> All the bigger guys can carry us around and pamper us. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's 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 the thing, isn't it? It's that they get treated. Like they get treated like kings, you know. Yeah. It reminded me of when my brothers uh, uh, and I go back for Christmas and we just like lie on the sofa, just lie on the sofa. <laughs> and my mum is working like really, really hard to make sure Christmas is wonderful That's and, bring, so true. and bringing us all these, well, you know, she's having to work double time in order for us to have the Christmas we want, which is to be total lazy bastards. And you're just reverting back to your younger self. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I take on a, a, a youthful glow because I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, you know, lying on the sofa eating tiramisu. <laughs> And in other horrible animal parasite news, now we have a chicken kissing story. Uh, I'm going to open this to the floor. Which of you is most passionate about chicken kissing? Uh, absolutely me. <laughs> As you all know, I'm completely foul. So. Oh, oh. Yeah. Is that what this is? Come on, just a peck, just a peck. <laughs> just a peck. Follow it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, in America, they have warned people not to kiss your chicken because of a salmonella outbreak so do not kiss or kind of snuggle if, if that's something people do with their chickens because you can get salmonella off the so you've got to go straight the to the shagging but where's the romance in that <laughs> come it's on true this is such it's an odd true. story to me because it's one of those things that i don't think one would do unless it had been suggested to you that you shouldn't <laughs> and now you've got the tickle, haven't you, Alice? Now you're thinking, oh, <laughs> next time, I, next time I'm walking past a coop, you've been kicked out of the co-op for that reason, haven't you? It's like when you do a corporate gig and they say, just don't make jokes about X. Yes. And then all of a sudden, that's all you want to do, and you don't, you don't even have a joke, but then you write that joke, and then it's on the tip of your tongue the whole gig. But it's apparently because a lot of millennials have bought chickens during the lockdowns around the world, during the coronavirus, because of a sort of a desire for companionship slash prepper for the apocalypse situation. Oh, uh, wow. And then, of course, these are people who are equipped with Instagram and therefore uh, feel obliged oh. to display extravagantly their affection for their chickens. Uh, it's not just an exploitative food source that they have a relationship with this chicken. And, and, and it's now they're having to warn people. Don't get off with your chickens. Oh, mate. Where do you stand, though, Alice, on the... Do you have any pets? I do not have any pets. Where do you stand on the kissing your pets, you know, your domesticated pets? Because I have a little cat, Cosmo, and uh, I've, I've definitely kissed Cosmo. I mean, it's fine. Cosmo's an indoor cat. 
you know, I know where she's, I know where she's been. Um, she's not going out. You know, she's certainly not getting off with any chickens. But, I know but, that. But much. cats do kind of get off with parts of themselves, though, don't they? They do lick their own parts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you make a very good point. But then again, so do you. So I mean, it's it's. I think I'd be better off pecking one a chicken. And half a dozen of the other. <laughs> I get the feeling though that like a cat's tongue is self-cleansing, you oh, know. Keep telling yourself I'm sure that's that, wrong. Mate. I'm sure that's wrong. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not getting off with it with tongues, but you know, I'm. The cat's tongue is self-cleansing because she's, you know, right. If, for example, you rubbed, right. Say, for example, you had a piece of toilet paper, and you rubbed it on your butt. You wouldn't then go, well, this is good for my armpits as well, would you? No. But the cat is doing the the cat is doing the butt, but it's also doing the paws. It's also doing, you know, uh, it's licking its paws and doing the face as well. So it must See, be I all right. I feel there's a hierarchy, a hierarchy of licking things and touching things, you know, sort of t- top down. So I feel like it's not dirty for your cat to lick you, but it is dirty for you to lick your cat. Yeah, that seems fair. Okay, all right, I'll stop licking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop licking my cat. And I say this as someone who's had to make this very uh, decision where my brother's ex-girlfriend hit on me. And so, uh, I, I, and it was too haunted for me. Wait. She was too haunted. <laughs> Wait, she was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> your brother's ex-girlfriend was a cat and, and you almost got off with your brother. This is, this is what, what, I never expected the story was going to go this turn. Now I know you brought this up. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. I didn't. It, I uh, for me, I didn't because there was too much. You drew the ghost. line. I drew the line. I drew the line. It's a, it's like I wouldn't. You wouldn't use a secondhand dildo, most likely of all household appliances to be haunted. That's true. There's too much. Even with a, you know, even if you put a, a prophylactic over the top of it, it's the memories, isn't it? <laughs> it's the memories. It's not. You can you can never scrub off the memories. <laughs> they say an elephant never forgets. <laughs> That was sent in by Josh Clasco at Josh Clasco on Twitter. Your ad section now because you can't be what you can't buy. Do you need someone to take you in hand and secretary your life, you procrastinating head? Try the Mariah Poplin's robot assistant. Halfway between a Siri strapped to a Roomba and the interfering spirit of a long-dead Victorian nanny, the Mariah Poplin's robot assistant uses decommissioned Russian military software to track your motivation, follow-through, task-orientedness and diligence and then will optimise your productivity through a series of helpful hacks and specifically targeted electric shocks, as well as arcane Victorian punishments delivered with a combination of ruthless brutality and song. Crunch down a dry spoonful of granulated sugar as a reward, or as a punishment, a spoonful of castor oil so you shit yourself uncontrollably while you go to bed without (laughs) supper as a group of orphans outside your window present bombastic polka tunes in the key of C. The Mariah Poplin's Robot Assistance, now available online. And if you order today, your Mariah Poplin's robot assistant will come with dirty bonus chimney dick. (laughs) And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the only thing that'll wash down a spoonful of anything. Half a glass of water. Half a glass of water. It won't reorganise your life or teach you the value of family, but it will wash down that spoonful of f***ing sugar. What a nightmare. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by posters that say something about your personality, but maybe not what you think they say. Whether it's that one of two young women making out in their underwear, a Tarantino film, that Beatles Abbey Road cover art shot, or a parody of that Beatles Abbey Road cover art shot, try and unwittingly sadly succeed in expressing yourself through the medium of a poster today. Available now from all unlicensed retailers. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Vaccine lottery section now. Ohio is offering a lottery vaccine. Matthew, have you got opinions about this? Well, I'm a bit disappointed. So that, that it's basically it's the second because a lot of people went for the first vaccine. That was really, really popular. But that's the thing with sequels. Never quite as popular, are they? <laughs> Hard to get people into the uh, into the hospitals to, to get vaxxed, into the clinics. Um, so people aren't going for the second vax. So if you've had your first vax and you you go for your second one and you're within the, the age bracket, then you can you can win a million dollars if you if you live in Ohio. And I can't get behind this story because I've already ha- I've had my second one already because I'm an old man. It's um, a five million dollar uh, p- uh, packet you can win from. Five people are going to win. It's very kind of very Willy Wonka golden ticket kind of thing. Um, but only one. It's only got one million people to to actually enter. If only it were the Willy Wonka golden ticket, though, and you could go in and get jabbed and then watch other people suffer from the consequences of their own arrogance or stupidity. <laughs> well, if, if, you, if, you, if you win, you get to meet Bill Gates and he shows you the little microchip <laughs> he's putting in your body. <laughs> That's why they can't show it to you. But yeah, I, I feel like they could, have just given, they could have just given everyone a fiver. I reckon that would have worked just as well, right? Same <laughs> maths. If, you, if you're going to get a million people taking it up, just say, everyone gets a fiver. Yeah, I'd do that pay for a drink on the way home yeah would work right a little bonus it doesn't need to be a million dollars yeah. or give or give five thousand people five grand or 5g wait oh no yeah. <laughs> oh hang on a sec 5g <laughs> <laughs> have you been vaxxed clark i don't i don't even think i've asked you have you been vaxxed i haven't actually no i've got my appointments how are you feeling about it I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Really excited. It's great. I got, I got mine so early that I went along and it was literally me and octogenarians. There was some sort of like, some sort of, I was I was apparently in cohort six <laughs> and I was trying to work out what, you know, how I managed to get into that elite group of cohort six. I don't know what it, I've never not met. You just look a bit weak. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they just see me wheezing around Beckenham and going, oh God, he's not got long, has he? Poor, poor old codger. It's, it's, he looks a bit geek. I think <laughs> He must be vulnerable in some way. The problem is uh, that in a very small case of vaccinations, there is the side effect of um, you getting a really hot butt and then dying of a fungal <laughs> yeah, infection. That's it. That's it. My butts. I mean, I've I, I, I've now been two weeks since I had my second vax, and my butt is is intact. It's slowly sliding down my legs, but that's just age. That's got nothing to do with. <laughs> that's just life, baby. That's just gravity. Well, that brings us to our review section. Both of our guests have brought in things to review. Ben Clark, what have you brought in to review? I have brought in a coffee that I had yesterday. 
I was on my way to a job. I, I stopped in on a service station. I went to one of those drive-in coffee places. Ooh. <laughs> Why was that? Ooh, you've got a driving license. I know. I'm kind of fancy. Someone's got a car. <laughs> Someone's got a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, that wasn't that wasn't even a sarcastic reaction. I was like, I think it's because it's been so long since I've done any of that kind of stuff. It just seems really enticing. It seems really exciting. Yeah, well, that was it. I was quite excited by it. To me, it seems like a really admirable act of self-care to just go and get yourself a coffee. Well, like that. Thank you. Good on you. <laughs> you've got to look after. You've got to look. At, it's it's all about it's all about wellness. <laughs> That's what you've got to know about Clark. He's all about wellness. If he needs a if he needs a little pick me up, he will get in his car, <laughs> runs on petrol, he'll drive for miles unnecessarily, miles away from the kettle he has in his house, miles away, and he'll get himself a coffee. He's a good he's a good bloke. It's all about number one, man. You just gotta look after yourself and no one else. But I bought when I got there, I asked for a large coffee and I had no idea just the the size the coffee would be. It was absolutely vast so it's still going <laughs> or it's absolutely vented. it's still on the go and i gotta say it was <laughs> terrible so, coffee shouldn't be that big so wait you bought it yesterday and you're still you haven't just i'm still it's still on the go yeah it is still on the what go. what are you doing just like re- <laughs> reheating it in the microwave or just just sipping away on this like i guess it, after a while it becomes iced coffee doesn't it at what point on the linear time graph did you assess this not very good coffee because if it was like day two i feel like that's understandable and not really the coffee isn't necessarily to blame it's not like a fine wine it doesn't get better with age you know you can't put it in your cell and come back in three years time and go oh yeah this was a good vintage oh no does it not i thought it's like buying bitcoin or something it's just gonna yeah it's gonna go up in value oh i have some news about bitcoin that you are not gonna want to hear <laughs> oh, dear. yeah well if anyone wants to uh buy some coffee <laughs> i've still got uh i've still got a couple of liters of the stuff left i think good luck with the ebay sale thanks man so out of five how would you how many stars would you rank this two two stars out of five and and yet this is the testament to the fortitude of the british spirit that you're still going with it oh yeah well one star for yesterday's coffee and one star for today's <laughs> and who knows if it makes it onto a third day it might it could it could go up uh matthew what have you brought in to review i've actually got it here i've realized i've, I've balanced my laptop on it but it is um it's uh, it's this now i'll i'll show you this now this such is a something visual like, medium the podcast. It's a, it's, I'm, I'll, but I'll talk, I'll talk you through it for the listener at home now this uh, i'm holding up here a william morris print uh which ah. is you know, like a, a kind of gorgeous uh, f- foliage and leaves and flowers all all interlocking here. It's got a uh, it's got a wooden frame around it, but underneath it, it's got the same print, but it's a bean bag, right? What? That's right. You can eat your dinner off a William Morris print. Now, ba- basically, here's the thing: we've got we 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 recently what? moved house. We've recently we we recently moved house, and my wife and I have basically realised that we've got no need for a dining table. We just don't bother with a dining table. We never eat. We, we always eat in front of the telly. You know, that's the couple. That's the kind of couple we are. This feels like the beginning of three conversations where you end up living in a caravan. <laughs> as long as I've got my William Morris print uh, 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 dinner tray, then I'll be very happy in that caravan. But yeah, basically this, I bought this. And when they arrived, it was only when we unwrapped them that my wife and I realised, 
we might have given up on life. <laughs> I know it's I know it's a William Morris print, so it's quite fancy. But basically, it's, it is, you know, this, this, I think it might have actually, this might have been the reason I got the vac so early. Someone saw it through, someone watched me, watched me through my window eating dinner. He went, oh my God, look at him. He's eating fish cakes. He's eating fish cakes and mashed potato off a William Morris oh, print dinner tray. I mean, that's upset me more than the tray. There's, there's a mash in a fish cake, mate. You're double mashing. <laughs> oh, no, no, listen. If you're having, if you're having, the fish cake I was eating was um, was a, a, a sweet potato mash inside that. So it's a double, yeah, it's a double mash situation, but two very distinct veg, I would say. You can have you can have two types of mash. I don't you know if that's the... two of your five a day though, mate. <laughs> no, 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 I also had mashed carrots and mashed sweets as well. I should tell you, I can't eat solid foods. <laughs> The thing what? about multiple mashes, if you put them close enough to one another, they become one mash. Well, this is, they'd all got in the Nutribullet first, Alice. They'd all got in the Nutribullet. Um, I puree everything. And then I, I've got you a, a William Morris straw next. <laughs> I've got a William Morris drip is what I've got. And we just, we just sit there, we pop on a box set and it just drips through. And by the, you know, by 9pm... I, 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 the hunger's gone. I feel like this is such a perfect fusion of giving up and trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is like diamond encrusted elasticated waist tracksuit pants. You know, yeah. like this. <laughs> the upmarket pensioner. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I, I think. I think you're right. I can. I could see this as uh, as being something that um, Kim. Ka- well, what's Kim Kardashian's mum called? You know, she's got that sort of. I'm a pensioner, but I'm quite groovy. It's that kind of thing. That's that's me. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. That's it, of course. Chris Jenner. Uh, yeah, I, I see myself as Beckenham's answer to Chris Jenner in only that respect. <laughs> in that I've, I've also given up a bit. But um, but yeah. But you know what? We've got, we've got we've got one each. Uh, uh, Charlie's one is is not a William Morris print. It's a lovely kind of peacock feather print. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Five stars. Well, that is the end of our review section. Now it's time for section three of this magazine, high school photo prudes section now. Uh, this, is, of course, is a story in America. Uh, about 80 students in a Florida high school have had their photos edited to be more modest. Uh, ben Clark, you're showing a bit of cleavage right now. How do you feel <laughs> about this? Thank you for noticing. Uh, yeah, well, obviously it's mad. And also they have pointed out that the swim team the male swim team have got photos in the same album of them just in, you know, the kind of the tiny, we call them budgie smugglers. And that's fine. They've not been edited in any way. I should point out the, the, the photos of the girls that they've edited, they're not, they're not in any way like plunging necklines or anything. No they're... one's wearing like, a, like, like the mankini or anything. Like that. <laughs> no. It's not like, you know, it's not like someone's just... Sh- showed up to school with with you know like braces and nothing else yeah it's just they're they're, they're very ordinary photographs in the first place so it's absolutely mad behavior i'd say yeah not not to straw man the people doing this but it feels like the people doing this are the people who make fun of trigger warnings yeah yes absolutely exactly when in fact this is exactly what they needed in the front of the yearbook they should have gone trigger warning some mild cleavage parental guidance recommended (laughs) that's i mean that word i mean that's you're exactly right that's exactly what they're doing 
but that would be so outrageous. <laughs> Imagine putting that on the front. By the way, if you are reading this, watch out. Some of our students are absolute stonkers. That would be like, that would be, you just imagine that. You, the school would be shut down. It would make your head spin. So, you know, like Look, everything's R rated if you're filthy enough minded. It's, yeah, exactly. True. As I prove often on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of um, my school photographs when we had our school photographs. Now they didn't do, I was, it was an all boys school. Um, but the uh, but they did actually have our fo- our photos taken in in sixth form after our swimming lesson. They allowed us to get dressed after it, but everybody in their photo had wet hair. It was just <laughs> it was like it was it was mad. I don't know why they they scheduled it that way. They, they hadn't they hadn't gone. Well, we'll just do the photos first, and you'll move the swimming lesson into when it was. So I, and I I've always had long hair. I had long hair at school as well. So it just looks Ooh. like re- it looked really it was really really straggly. The only person who um who managed to get around it was Tim Jenner. Um, oh, you don't know yeah. you went to my school but <laughs> um, jenna's <laughs> oldest child yeah weirdly yeah one of the kardashians um but he um he, his hair couldn't couldn't get wet what i, I beg your pardon he, yeah this is amazing he, he used to he'd go watch this was he he'd, a go duck? Under the, he'd go under no, i don't know what it was he'd go don't under the him. water he would <laughs> he'd come up out of the water and that it would just that the water would run off the hair and it would be it would be bone dry immediately afterwards <laughs> i mean the natural amazing, oils yeah, yeah, like that sand you can buy that you know the kids play with. You put it in the water and it does stuff, and then you bring it out and it's dry. It was like that. This sounds like a, he... a Prince Andrew excuse or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I saw it with my own eyes. I was in the swimming lesson with him. He was the only one who had a good photograph because he he, he could st- duck his head under, bring it up, dry hair. That's hydrophobic. I don't know what I mean. I, I mean, I, I, the government should have been testing him. They should have been using. You know, he could have been. You know, he could have been working for North Face or something. He could have been weaving, you know, weaving jackets out of his pews. <laughs> oh, no. Are you sure Tim Jenner wasn't the ghost of like a long abandoned Victorian schoolboy? He was pale, but he just spent a lot of time on his computer. <laughs> I don't think he was actually a ghost. No, I think he was. He was. I mean, I've 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 touched his hair, and it was dry as a bone. That's <laughs> mad. I wonder what he's up to now. If I mean, if he's listening, Tim, he's if still, you're listening, he's get in 100% touch. He's 100% still at that school pretending to be a school child. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly a ghost. Let's not he's pretend a, he's not a ghost. He's a magical goblin who's what, like, he, he wished for superpowers, but just didn't really think it through when he made his wish. <laughs> what do you want your wish to be? Well, I'd love, I'd love it for my hair to never get wet. Well, all right, if you want that. You could have had laser beams that killed people, but no, all right, fine, <laughs> great. Alakazam. Uh, that's all the time we have for section three. Now it's time for our final section in this glossy magazine. This is organised crime news. Uh, this is one of my favourite kinds of story. Uh, a, a set of Long Island rabbis. It is, is it a set? A gang of Long Island rabbis. A collective of Long Island... All I know is Long Island rabbi is my favourite cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of Long Island rabbis have been accused... Of, of using mafia-like tactics in a battle over turf uh, regarding kosher food. Matthew, you're part of a gang. Can you tell me more about this uh, kosher love story? So, basically, there are two factions who will come to your restaurant and determine whether or not you're keeping good kosher conditions. Um, which uh, now I, I am I'm I'm uh, not of the Jewish persuasion. I have not I do not I'm not a kosher man myself, so I don't know all of the rules. But I know there's certainly it's it's definitely about uh, keeping certain foods apart. It's also about keeping certain cutlery uh, uh, apart. You know that all has to be separated. So anyway, someone will come round and 
check and they'll give you the you know i, I guess it's a bit it's all i imagine it's a little bit like the food hygiene thing they can give you the the uh, approval on the outside of the restaurant that says this is a kosher place as approved by our particular company right. now there's um there's there's one uh that uh, has been doing it for ages and there's a new one that's come along that is apparently uh, uh a, a little bit cheaper but every bit is thorough and so loads of people you know that's 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 the nature of capitalism is it those people have gone to the cheaper guys but the the slightly more expensive guys they've decided to sort of take like you say a mafia approach and start intimidating the uh the people who aren't using them and i don't know like i don't know what that in, i don't know what that entails it can't i mean surely a horse's head is not kosher you can't be leaving <laughs> that in people's you can't be leaving that in people's beds well, also, the other thing is it's not a great marketing tactic to get people to buy from you. I feel like, or maybe it is the inevitable end of all advertising is for someone to come and say, buy my product or else. Yeah, shop at McDonald's or I'll beat the f*** out of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at the moment, it's all just psychological abuse. Buy our product or you'll be as uncool as you are or whatever it is <laughs> yeah that really true. works Adver- in me actually <laughs> <laughs> now you say that advertising is absolutely abuse isn't it yeah, look at you menacing. you're miserable you're unhappy <laughs> your life is a total mess if you had this you know gillette razor <laughs> shave away all your problems <laughs> yeah maybe it's because of the, the the you know the, the the uniforms and everything i could imagine rabbis being quite quite intimidating i could imagine that mm. when I, I i was raised catholic and the closest we ever came to this was um they announced that they were going to open shops on good friday the day they crucified our lord and myself and all the people from the church i didn't organize it you know but i was only a little kid but we all <laughs> marched down the high street with like banners to say don't you know don't shop then and you needed a snack, didn't you? <laughs> we walked, you know, pret was right there. <laughs> Come on. I'm not made of stone. Um, yeah, that's, no, we, uh, no, we, we were obviously, we were all hopped up on the, on the body of Christ. We were, had our bellies full of that. But, um, but yeah, we just seemed, I mean, we, ju- we didn't seem threatening. We just seemed a little bit sad. You know, we were missing out on all the great bargains, all the great Easter, Easter weekend bargains. But, um, See, I mean, I the, the Catholic Church has a fine tradition of standover tactics, and that that incense ball thing looks like a a mace about yeah, to happen. Yeah, that's it true. Does from high mass, yeah, yeah. If you spun that round to your head and clocked someone at the top of it, they'd know about it. They really yeah. would. Yeah. Also, it's like a, a it's a bit like a an acme bomb, isn't it? It's got yeah. kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you just throw it at someone and. I mean, you could absolutely offend a lot of people by having uh, different vestment offs in the way that they have, you know, superheroes <laughs> versus superheroes who'd win in a fight. You think about, like, the full ve- vestments, whatever, the kosherist vestments that you have. Who's going to beat whom if they've got all the equipment? Well, yeah, rabbis versus Catholics. I mean, that's, that's a movie that needs to be made yeah. in a sort of alien versus predator style way. You, you know. don't know where they're going to put the shofar, though. <laughs> and then then you have like you know those mortal combat kill lines of like show far show good oh i love yeah. it yeah <laughs> and the the end would be like the end of uh, scarface but instead of all the cocaine it's just a uh, kosher salt on the table in front of him <laughs> uh no offense to any religion our next story in the organized crime news section uh has to do with cheese ben clark 
Uh, you're a mature blue. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it it is. It's mold. <laughs> it's also the rating on your shows. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. So, um, a drug dealer has been caught due to his love of cheese. Uh, this is quite extraordinary. He was dealing drugs online, and the police were trying to find him. I mean, how does this work? He ate too much cheese, got stuck in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just, you know, when you have a certain amount, you just kind of enter a, a vegetative state and they're just able to catch you. Didn't that happen to um, uh, Kim Jong-un? Didn't he eat, eat so much uh, Emmental that he uh, broke both his ankles? <laughs> is it this? Is it this? Uh, I, I think I you're talking about Genghis Khan, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> And his son's wedding feast ate so much cheese that he exploded. He ate so much, is that how Genghis Khan died? He ate so much cheese, he exploded. <laughs> Not so much cheese. I think he ate so much stuff that uh, that he had an incident. It's like Tico Brahe, but the the whole of him. <laughs> yeah. Didn't uh, Kim Jong-un, he was like a big fan of eating like like Emmental cheese. And he used to wear, because he wears those Cuban heels, doesn't he? And they <laughs> put, on a bit of, put on a bit of extra timber, hopped into his Cuban heels and they flopped over and broke both his ankles. What? Wait, we're, we're being, hang on a second, we've been sent an article here. This, this is, look, Kim Jong is so fat from eating cheese, he broke his ankles. I told you, October 2014. This oh is straight out goodness. of today's papers. He's like our Brian Harvey. <laughs> I feel this is one of those stories in which cor- correlation and causation have have definitely been mixed up you might as well say he's so unstable from eating cheese and being a maniac that he's hurt his ankle <laughs> well listen the, the metro.co.uk does not lie yeah they wouldn't true. they wouldn't print an article just for clickbait all right this is not how it works unbridled daily binge on emmental imported from switzerland believes you're responsible for the dictator's rapid weight gain yeah you see and then he, yeah he's, he, he's got two fractured ankles under the strain of expanding waistline oh my there we go. Goodness. Wow. So, so all right, I, I added the bit about his Cuban heels. But apart from that This has completely undermined everything that I've ever been told about calcium intake. Strengthening your bones. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's very true. true. It's an unstoppable force versus an immovable object, isn't it? Yeah. It's like that thing with, um, you know, like pe- people would always say, well, you can actually die from a potassium overdose if you eat too many bananas. It's the, <laughs> it's the literal definition of too much of a good, too much of a good thing. Everybody know, you know, no one's debating that an all cheese diet is good for you. But that's not, that's, that's, that's not on trial. But. You do have to draw the line at some point, you know. You do have to. You do have to make sure that for every for every baby bell you're eating, you, you're having a little stroll around the block at the very least, <laughs> not the block of cheese, the block of your house. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's you know it's done for poor old Kim Jong, and it's uh, it's done for our our, our our drug dealing chum here. Well, yes. What what happened with our what actually happened with our drug dealing friend was he posted a photo online of him holding the cheese, and the police were able to identify his fingerprints from the photo. That's amazing. How hard was he, how hard was he holding that cheese for the fingerprints to be visible? <laughs> <laughs> He's really gripping that cheese. Well, you've got, you've got to test it to see if it's right, don't you? <laughs> this has all of the hallmarks of they absolutely didn't do that. They, like, tracked his phone, but they're not, that's not admissible in court. And so they've just drawn uh... fingerprints on his fingers with texture. <laughs> Alice, let's be a little Not bit life of pie about this. Come on, let's <laughs> let's enjoy let's enjoy the the, the the jolly falsehood rather than the, the the reality is 
if they could find out what pictures he was sending, they could just find out who was sending them. Because no, he was using he was using this thing called EncroChat, EncroChat, which I hadn't heard yeah, of. Been, which is yeah, it's one of those things like you know, it's, it's a bit like I mean, I don't want to paint with too broad a brushstroke, but it's one of those things where like if you get run off of all the other things, or it's a bit too what you're doing is a bit too shaky to be on all the other, uh, uh, you know, if you're too shaky even for Parler, then you go over <laughs> to EncroChat, you know, if, te- if Telegraph's getting a bit, oh, you know, they're onto me. It's the dark web for people who aren't tech savvy enough to use the dark web. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I'd lo- but that's going to be my new thing now. It's going to be asking people if they're on EncroChat. <laughs> <laughs> this is and end a meeting with. This has been really great. You know, any of you guys on EncroChat? <laughs> I've done Continue. so many podcasts over the last year that I've sto- I've started ending real life conversations by saying, "And where can people find you online?" <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they can't. Yeah, you can't find us. We're all on EncroChat. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So they took a photo. Fo- he took a photo of and. He claims to be a cheese lover. I don't want to be a snob, but it was only M&S own brand Stilton. I mean, that's come on. Okay, well, what that's was his, no. What was that's what's his next de- photo? A, a Dairy Lee Dunker. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's already a few degrees above my uh, my cheese. I'm like, I'm Tesco's own brand at best. You've actually got a dangerous cheese addiction, aren't you? You were the one guy who was getting cheese off this guy. <laughs> you weren't going. To... <laughs> he was going. Look, Come if on, you want man. some harder stuff, we've got a consignment of Gruyere coming in. All right, listen, don't don't tell anyone about it. Just it might be a bit of Manchego if you can, if you can handle it. All right, just a little bit. Don't do it all. All right. <laughs> you know your drug habit has escalated when you have to find a lump of Stilton just to get a usable vein. <laughs> that's oh, tough. that I mean, that's lovely stuff. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the show. We're flipping through the ad section at the back. Here is an ad for Clear Skin. Skin so clear you can see right through it. <laughs> now, normally I would do you one at a time, but do you want to uh, mutually share your your details or your advertisements for yourself? Or Yeah, you can find us on EncroChat. <laughs> Just type in cheese lovers into EncroChat and it will <laughs> pop up. Um, now, you, you can you can find us on, on all the usual places. It's uh, Pappy's Tweets on Twitter or Pappy's Comedy on Instagram. Um, we have a podcast called Pappy's Flat Share, which is three podcasts in one. It's uh, our, our, um, our panel show, which is called Flat Share Slamdown. It's our little sort of conversationally chat thing which is called house meeting and beef brothers cold cuts where we solve people's flat share based problems <laughs> they're all available from uh, from a pappy's flat share if you go to wherever you get your podcast acast or whatever brilliant there's an ad here for well i'm not sure what it's a picture of an androgynous lounging youth so beautifully languid you can't tell whether they're recommending the handbag they're holding the shoes they're wearing or euthanasia and that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, the Gargle <laughs> Podcast is brought to you by The Bugle Podcast and Alice Fraser. The executive producer of the podcast is Chris Skinner. Our brilliant editor is Ped Hunter. You can find me online at, at Alliterative on Instagram and Twitter. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for all my stand-up specials, podcasts, and my weekly Tea with Alice salon chats. I'll talk to you again next week. You can listen to other programmes from The Bugle, including The Bugle, The Last Post, Tiny Revolutions and The Gargle, wherever you find your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.